0: Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship Livestream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship Livestream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes.
1: You know, my ho- around my house. I don't know about you, but I've seen some life. It's good to have our sister back there in, in the back. Would you stand and glorify God, would you, sis? I just want to thank the Lord. I'd like to visit someone else in church right now. My guest is I'll pray for him. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, I'm sorry, Lord. But, but I kind of woke up and thinking, well, Lord, it kind of made me think when someone has a house fire, and I thought, I am not taking on that <laughs> one. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, with you, know, And the, uh, with insurance, my dad said I had never seen insurance work for somebody like they did for you, and it was God. And by the time was done, I had a debt-free home, a debt-free car. A oh, my <laughs> <and laughs> God! Jesus is And grace, good. And then I thought that was the time when housing things fell apart, and a lot of people were laid off money I got from, uh,
1: from the insurance I, for that year they, all together I had hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I got away with the Lord and that took care of us when you're having it laid off. Uh, you know you don't have to have a job for <laughs> 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 you God know, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have a job.
2: I'm, I'm not complaining there. It's great to have a job but our God is our source. Yes he is <laughs>
1: praise the lord would your son like to stand and testify too would you like to stand and glorify god brother
0: Never thought I'd you know go to college or you know cause, you know my mom was divorced or single family you know not that you know right after high school you'd have to go straight to the work but God blessed me with a scholarship mm-hmm. to Ivy Tech before I everything for, <laughs> And I'll be uh, graduating this uh, this semester and Wednesday I actually have an interview at Ankle Anodizing for the career path I'm going for.
2: So
1: God bless me praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for reading my notes for the sermon this morning. <laughs> it does go down that path, so so you're not here by chance, by happenstance. Uh, if you would though, please open your Bibles to First Samuel, chapter seventeen. I text Brother Nathan as, to get ready for the message this morning, and I put 2 Samuel, and he typed back, and he says, do you mean First Samuel, the chapter I gave him, chapter 17, and 2 Samuel doesn't have all what 1 Samuel has. So I says, oh, how do you know that? And he goes, well, if you read it, it's not there. <laughs> so, First Samuel, chapter 17, verses 32 through 33 through 37 stand for the reading of god's word if you would please if you've been in church long enough you know the story about david and goliath but i want to pull a few things out of this story that may be a little bit different a little bit new but i truly believe it's where we're at in i believe i'm on Oh yes, I forgot about that. Thank you, brother. Uh, we want to welcome the church family outside of our four walls, uh, the the medium and uh, the internet and the Facebook. We want to welcome them. I apologize for the family outside. Forgive me, uh, but we are glad you're listening and tuning in to us. Aren't you glad for them, church? Amen. It is growing. I mean, we're getting responses in some areas, and uh, so we thank God for that. So it is growing. That's just one avenue. Uh, as time goes on, we will look at other avenues that we can reach out. But let's read. <clears throat> Verse 32. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail. Dutch it says, it's not time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him also it's not time to faint. We're not going down. Amen. Uh, can we shout this, that I'm not going, down. not going down. I don't care what it looks like, what it feels like, we're not going down. And David was talking here, but it says, because of him, your servant will go and fight the Philistine. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth. And he a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant used used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be, no, be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Last verse. Moreover, David said the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Touch your neighbor, said the Lord is with you. And you may be seated. This is the year of the witness as I have kind of put God's place in my heart. The one thing we noticed from this scripture that David was witnessing, David was testifying, David was giving out some of what he had. First of all, he says encouragement. How many know sometimes you need to hear a good encouraging word? Yes. So let no man's heart fail. David not only encouraged himself, but he encouraged others. Tell your neighbor, says, you're going to be Okay. You're <clears throat> Then David started testifying to the king. Sometimes God's going to put you in a path of others that you've never been before. And sometimes they may be intimidating, but God wants you just to use what he has done for you. God wants you to bring up as our sister and a brother has already testified. Look what the Lord has done. That should be encouragement for you. That was encouragement for them because they was going through a tough time. They lost everything. Then God says, I'll replenish I'll give back. They went, David went over what God had brought him through. God delivered him from the lion and the bear. He saved the lambs too. Not just brought him out. He saved the lambs. God's concerned about his sheep. Amen. We are his sheep of his pastor. We thank God for that. Now, let me ask you a question. Can I get a witness of what God's done for you? Has God brought you? from some dire straits, from some discouraging situations, from some areas you didn't think you was going to make it. Yeah, yeah, Look where you're at today. You're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that good to know? Amen. We can testify about that. Look what the Lord has done. Look what he's done for me. Look where he's brought me from. Praise God for that. But something I noticed with David I want to pull out, something had really stuck in my spirit was that he had spiritual momentum. How many of us, when you get something going like a train, it's hard to stop it. But to get it going, it takes a little bit. But once it gets going, it's like a company. It's like a family. You get the family, you get the church, you get the people going in one direction and they keep going, momentum will continue going. David was in a place of momentum. When you see where God has brought you from, it's not hard to see where God's taking you to. Let me say that again. When you see where God's brought you from, if he's delivered me from this situation, nothing that I'm facing in the future, God won't take care, God will take care of me. You can't say God won't. He done it already. He'll do it again. He didn't stop. That's what David was saying. I want you to know prayer is working. Our Stand in the Gap services on Sunday nights, prayer is working. Amen. One service just not too long ago, I could tell Denise has been going through some areas. She's been seeing the doctor and the doctor's doing everything he can. And all of a sudden, God moved in our service that night. And also, just a word. How many knows one word from the Lord can give you some momentum to go to the next level? Yes. When God gives you that word, When God says, I'm going to take care of it, then he means what he says. And he says what he means. We spoke peace over her. And all of a sudden, immediately, even the ones around her felt the power of God. You may be going through a situation. He says, I don't know if I can make it. But I'm telling you, if God's brought you from where you were, God will take care of you where you're going. David was encouraging everyone. See, I can even pray if I want to for the devil, and I do. You know how I pray for the devil? You're bound. (laughs) Amen, church? See, I can pray for that old scallywag, that old burger, that serpent, that one that wants to stick his head up and says, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray, you're bound. Thank God, that's what we need to look at. He became a witness, David did, it. and that's what God wants us to be, a witness when we receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And God said, Jesus said, you shall become witnesses. You can testify what I've done, what I've empowered you to live like you live. How do you make it through? Because of God. There's power in the spiritual momentum that David found. Thank God for the momentum because once you get in that role, you know that you know that you know God's going to take care of everything. When you see what God has done, then you're not afraid what is ahead. Sometimes God will put you in situations that you never thought you'd be and give it to you, sometimes you feel like, God, I can't take no more. And God said, I'm not going to put any more on you that you can't bear, so he's got trust in you. <laughs> sometimes I say, God, don't trust me so much. <laughs> you give me just a little bit too much. It feels like it, but God says, if I didn't trust you, I wouldn't let you have it. <clears throat> David remembered, say remember. remember. What God brought him from. David understood this spiritual principle of momentum. He understood that once you get into that place. Because he looked and he said what Scripture says, this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of the lions and one of the bears that I dealt with. They will fall just like he will fall. The situation you're going through, you must understand God allowed you to have a smaller battle, another smaller battle, to get up to the place where you're at today. God's building you up, in other words. Because he said in scripture, he says, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. Notice the power that David had beside what he said. The Lord who delivered me before will deliver me again. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in, church. The Lord who brought me from where I was will take care of me in the future. Matter of fact, you'll take care of me of now because it's now faith. Now faith. This very present. Now faith is this. Now faith is this. It's the present faith that I've got. Quit looking at the circumstances. Oh, woe is me. And you look where God's brought you from. If he brought you from those things, he'll bring you through this too. I like the testimonies we had from our sister and brother when they didn't think they had what they needed to take care of, God says, I'm gonna bless you. And even the one now had a full ride at college and getting ready to graduate and getting an interview. You don't think God can't take care of you? That's just an example of many things that God has done. The power of this momentum that we've, Feel in our hearts. I truly believe this year is a year that God's gonna open some doors that we've not seen quite yet. God says, I'm going to prepare. See, I thank God for our president in this sense. I believe he's got a spirit of Nehemiah. Build the wall. Yeah. Build the wall. Amen. We as a church need to build a wall of separation. We are the body of Christ. No matter what the economic situation looks like, God will take care of me. No matter what the devil says about me, God is in charge. When the doctor says there is no help, God is my healer. See, we need to witness. Look what the Lord has done, but look what he's getting ready to do. See, what happens when we see the Lord gives us the victory on one situation. You know what happens to most Christians? They get a breakthrough from God. Then they get relaxed. I've won the battle, that's it. No, God lets you win that battle because you're getting ready to face something else. It ain't over yet. You know what we need to say? Praise God. That battle was won. The future battles are mine too. Because of the Lord, I'm getting ready to enter into some victory. Mm, thank God. See, God gives you victory so you can have victory for the future. See, I've got victory. We must understand this year in 2017, the church is going to have victory. You're the church. It's not in a building. It's not where we just gather. We're the church. The gates of hell will not prevail. The gates of hell will not prevail. But we are overcomers. We're victorious in the name of Jesus. What does he do? He builds on those areas of victory to victory. That's momentum, church. You get built up. You get something going fast enough. You get a build. If it hits something, it's going to make an impact. Mm -hmm. Momentum makes impact. That's what we must understand. See, God wants to bring this into your life. And I truly believe, I want you to take this. I had to write all these things down because when God gives it to me, sometimes he gives them so fast, you can't think fast enough. And, And so I had to write it down. I said, God, slow down. Holy Spirit, slow down a little bit. But I believe we're entering in in a season of victory. See, things comes in seasons. And God allows you to go through certain things, but they're seasons. You're gonna enter out of those seasons too into seasons of victory. I believe the church has entering in to a season of victory. I believe we're entering into a place where the enemy has made his areas of talk and he's howled and this, but I truly truly believe the church is rising up to a season of victory in everything they did do. Yes, Touch your neighbor says that you're entering into... Victory. See, you move from victory to victory, from strength to strength, from glory to glory, from faith to faith. It's not time to to look down, but it's time to look forward. Forgetting those things which are behind, I'm moving forward. Forgetting those things that maybe held me back for a little bit, but now I'm here. I'm moving forward, church. See, the last victory we have, we build on it. We take that and that's a good foundation. It's a good stepping stone. God just wants to step a little higher. The greater the momentum, the greater impact. If I step back here far enough and I got that podium there and I take a run at it and I hit it, it's gonna knock it over. If I step back far enough and I get my shoulder down and hit it far enough, it may knock it way into the audience. I make it a bigger impact. And may he hit those non-tithers in the head. the <laughs> ah, tithing, you want me to tithe? Yeah. Ah, the impact that God wants you to have and understand, I wanna bless you. It's just like having a hurricane. Hurricane builds small out in the oceans. They start a, small, a little small storm, but it builds and it starts heading towards land. And as it heads towards land, it picks up steam. Because it's going to make an impact. Anything that's in opposition to it, it's going to take it out. That's why people, they do everything they can to anchor what they've got. Because when that storm comes, it's going to make an impact. You know what we are? (laughs) We're not storm chasers. We're those that bring in the storm. (laughs) And the enemy knows that. He understands that. We're going to make an impact in the world today. Not just yesterday, but today. And then tomorrow, when I'm going to make an impact for the kings of God. On the day of Pentecost, what happened? They started, it started off small. Started a gathering and just 120. But notice what the Bible says, that it started off small, but it picked up momentum. Bible says that it came like a mighty rushing wind. And that from that day in From that day forward. See, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would come upon people like Samson, David. It was just for a season, and then it would lift. But God says, I'm not gonna lift my spirit any longer. Let me shout on that one just there. Thank God he's with me today, he's blowing again today. He's blowing in our midst today. He wants to blow on you today. He wants to give you power today to make an impact upon the world. Though the enemy has raised his ugly head, we can take it off. He has had long enough. This event changed the world. Those common folk went to the whole world, and every time they entered a city, said, here comes those that's turned the world upside down. It's like a hurricane. You know what David did? He rode on to the victories that he had before. You need to start riding those victories. God, you done it then, you're gonna do it again. So many people, though, says, God, I don't know if you can take care of this one. (laughs) You need to laugh and say, God, you took care of me before, you're gonna take care of me again. It ain't over. I like what David was saying. He says, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion and bear came, and took the lamb of the flock. I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by the beard and struck and killed it. See, David was building on what God had done for him. David was speaking into that situation. This is what the Lord done for me. But this is what God's gonna do for Israel because he's going to use a servant. Now, something I noticed with this, David was alone. Even his family says, what do you think you're doing here? But you need to speak like David did. Is there not a cause? Is there not a reason why we're doing what we're doing? Isn't there a reason why we can show others, this is what the Lord done for me. He can do it for you. If he can save a sinner like me, he can save a sinner like you. If he can deliver someone that has been in bondage, he can deliver you. If he can heal me, he can heal you. If he can bless me financially, he'll bless you. See, we got a testimony, church. Amen. He was building on his momentum. He was saying, it's now a season of victory that God is bringing That God is bringing to the church, that God's gonna bring to you. This year, God is going to pour out in such a way that you're gonna be a witness of what He's doing, and then you're gonna tell those around you. Praise God what He's doing. He went on to say, Philistine will be like one of them. Notice how He was prophesying. You need to speak to your future, you need to speak to the mountain. You need to speak to the Philistine, the Goliath that's before you. He has defied the armies of the living God. How many know Satan has raised his ugly head against the church? In America, he has done that. But I believe God has given us a season. Build the wall, Trump. We need you to build the wall. Amen. We need you to build the wall. But on the same token, God says, I'm building a wall around you. I'm putting a fence around you. Build a fence around. There's an old black man that I remember hearing him sing that song. Build a fence all around me, Lord. Yeah. Keep me, protect me, guard me, guide me. And God will do that for you. A season of victory. But he went on to say, moreover, David said, the Lord will the Lord who has delivered me. He will deliver me from this Philistine and he'll give me him in my hands that I can show. See, David was riding on his spiritual momentum. Don't wait on the victory to come to you, but start speaking, God, you've already given it to me. You know, our services should be this. We go from level to level, higher and higher. Just because somebody's not here, it shouldn't dismiss what God is doing here. He's here. Where two or three are gathered where? In his name. name. He is in where? That means victory is already there. Jesus paid a price. He said, it is finished, but he says, I'm not finished. I'm not done yet, and I'm not done with the church. You're still alive. You've still been given a power and anointing to do what I've called you to do. So the next level should not be where we come in where we feel beat up, beat down, and beat out. But we should be going up. David was in a season of victory because he took those small victories and he built on them. He went from faith to faith. God's given us faith for us to grow with that faith. Gives us a measure of faith, the Bible says. A measure. Each one gets a different measure, I'm assuming, because each one gets one that God deems that you need but your faith should be growing. I don't care what it looks like. You need to start speaking. My children are going to be saved. Yeah. Amen. I see the victories coming because what God is, and start speaking that. Speak his word right. over the situations. Praise God. That's faith. He told his brothers, not a, is there not a cause? I'm telling you, is there not a cause? It's not time to relax, church. It's not time to relax. Let me say that again. It's not time to relax. Amen. You may feel wore out, but God knows how to bring strength. God knows how to bring rest the time you truly need it. Praise God for that. Something that I noticed that sometimes, though, we miss the opportunities that God presents to us. Remember the story of in the New Testament when the man, the waters was troubled in the pool? And by the time he arrived to the pool, it was already done. Missed opportunity. Now, one thing or another, Jesus comes along. That wasn't a missed opportunity. Jesus says, do you want to be healed? I can imagine what this man's thinking. Duh, what do you think I'm here for? (laughs) He was thinking that probably. Yes, I want to be healed. And Jesus healed him. Missed opportunity. The water's troubled right now, church. I'm telling you, the water's troubled right now. It's time we start running towards the water. I still don't walk. Well, I'll get there soon. No, now is the time. This is our season. The season has come to us right now, church. I expect, I anticipate, I'm looking forward. Look what the Lord has done already. I could talk about what God's brought us through as a little church, but God says, I've got something greater. We've got the potential to be the largest church in Warsaw and into the areas around us because God says, I'm gonna pour out my spirit and bring a revival that this world needs to know, that this community needs to hear about. There are so many that's hooked on drugs. They need the power of God to deliver them. There's others that are bound by this and that. They need some deliverance. We know of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is only one David. He stood against the Goliath. There's only one NCF, and we're standing against the Goliath around us, and we're going to win. He will fall. Glory to God. Glory to God. Victory is ours, church. Victory belongs to me. a season of victory. See, momentum builds something that I notice it builds on this area of confidence. When God done it, how many there been those services when you knew God was in the midst? You heard a good message, and you go home. That's all you thought about. You fed off that message. You fed off that service. Next thing you know, you're telling everybody, "Oh, we had an awesome service today. God moved." So-and-so got in, and so-and-so, somebody got saved, somebody got healed. And you're talking about it. Momentum was building. Confidence was building. You know what happened? You come to church anticipating God to do the same thing he did then. But a new season come. A new area. God is wanting to build on that what he give you so you can have something better in the future. Praise God for that. Season of victory. This is our season, church. Our time, our time that God gave us, this spiritual momentum. How many ever talked to your family what God done? God brought a miracle to you, something in, and you start talking to your family? Start talking, let's start talking here. Testimonies are good. Those two testimonies were awesome. We had this morning. If he can do it for them, he'll do it for you. Go to 2 Samuel, chapter 3. Because your momentum will affect your family. Let me show you what the Word of God says. Chapter 3, verse 1, are you there? Say amen. If not else, it'll be on the overhead. It says, now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David but David grew stronger and stronger. The house of Saul grew weaker and weaker. David's house had forward momentum. Saul's house had reverse momentum. He was backing up, Saul was, because it was all about him. David was all about the Lord. See, it affected his family because the Bible says that David grew stronger and stronger. And if you read on, it affected his family. You want to affect your family? You you want to be a positive influence on your family? Start talking about what the Lord has done. Sometimes we forget those stories. And you say, well, I've heard them over and over again. You need to tell what the Lord has done. Then you need to say, Whatever happens in the future, God's going to take care of it. There was times that even David in 2 Samuel chapter 8, he starts talking about some of the victories he gave God the glory, though. But he said that the Philistines, the Moabites, Zobah, and the Syrians, and he went on and on and on and talked about the victories God gave from his enemies. He was on a season. Joshua understood about the season of victory because he went from battle to battle and he won. There was one time that he understood about this momentum that they were coming against this group and they were fighting and fighting and fighting and the sun was going down. And he said that if I get into darkness, the enemy may come in in a different way. And he started Talking to the Lord. He started praying to the Lord. And the Lord says, Speak to the sun. And you know what he did? By faith, he spoke to the sun. And for a season, a 24 hour period, the sun stood still. A day was lost, but gained for Joshua. And what happened? The victory came. Momentum was there. Sometimes you need to not look around you. You need to say, God, I know you know how to stay, take the sun and make it stand still to give me the victory. I believe God is bringing us not only into this season of victory, but I truly believe that the enemy himself is trying his best to stop you. But you need to say, wait a minute, look what the Lord has done and getting ready to do. My season of victory is now. Momentum is on my side. I'm ready to ride it. But what can stop the victory? And sometimes I think we need to stop and turn the battle on the enemy. I'm coming after you. Not be afraid, not be scared, not be uh, that one that sits back. But what can stop victory? Sin. Say sin. Because Joshua understood that principle too. Because he went up against the next city after Jericho. And all of a sudden he went up to him and he lost the victory. It was a small city, small group of people. He says, we should have overtaken them easily. And God spoke to him, "Sins in the camp. Sin will stop that. But when you repent, when you get alone with God and say, I understand, confess your sin, God will get you back on the path you need to be. See, Achan stole. Something that came that God said, don't touch. Don't touch. God brings you in some places and God says, don't touch it. Don't touch it. I'm not touching that. Like that old commercial. I'm not touching you. Don't even get close. But Joe, I'm going to stay over here. I'm not touching you. See, God wants to bless, but you got to get the sin out. The last principle I want to bring up, and this is the title of the message a spiritual burst, a spiritual burst. I talked about momentum, the spiritual and the principles. And what God wants to do is we are entering into a season of victory. Go to Second Samuel chapter 5 and go down to verse 20. says this, so David went to Baal Perzim, and David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like a breakthrough of water. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal Perzim. Now what does the Lord bring in this time for David? Say a breakthrough. Breakthrough. So this was a place of a breakthrough for David, insomuch that he named it that. The word "burst" means to force open or to break apart. Can I tell you what really what took place? The Lord burst on the scene? The Lord just there he was on the scene. a spiritual burst that came in from God. God came in on the scene, and all of a sudden things turned the tide. And God wants to bring a spiritual burst on your life in those seasons and those times. God wants to bring a spiritual breakthrough in your life today. God wants to give you victory not only today, but he wants to bring a burst upon your season. The Lord, a burst, I call this, because he bursted upon the season. God wants to come in and breathe upon you like you never had before. He can part the waters to allow the children of Israel to cross. If he needs to, he can walk on top of the water if it has to be. If nothing else, you say, I don't have any food, he can feed 5,000 plus. Can I give you some more things where he can burst on the scene? When Jesus was in the grave and the enemy thought he had him won, all of a sudden God burst on the scene and Jesus rose again and he come out of the grave. That's what he's wanting to do for you, bring you up to that resurrection that you know that he's there for you. In other words, the Lord, when he wants to burst, he can have those doors that's been shut for quite some time for you. He can burst them open. Have you had somebody burst in on you with the door being open wide? wide? It kind of goes like this. kind of gives you a little startle. I believe this year the Lord is going to bring breakthroughs. But I believe it's starting right now. The whole beginning of this year started the breakthroughs for the church. Things are turning, church. Things have started turning. You need to start looking and say, God, you're turning everything around for me. It's a time for a turnaround. It feels like you've been going in the wrong direction. God says, turn around and see what I'm going to do. Not only where I brought you from, but where I'm taking you to. Amen. God's got some good things. You said, well, pastor, you don't know what I'm facing. I know my God. Amen. Huh. Let me just put it to you. You may be facing some difficult things, and I'm not saying they're not. But I'm telling you, my God is bigger. Amen. My God is more than enough. My God knows how to take care of, supply, bring healing, how to bring freedom, change the hearts of those that have been bound. Don't we serve an awesome God, church? The Lord, a burst. Can I tell you he's going before you? Because he's on your side. Notice how David spoke. Spoke to the king. He wrote in a poem what God done for him. And he says, I'm going to face him. You may look at me as just a rut, as a youth, as just one against somebody that's mightier. I'm telling you, you don't know my God. I'm telling you, you need to start speaking to your circumstances. This is my God. Can I tell you the reason why I feel this? The devils are trembling right now. Things are on a turn. Praise God. Say the devil's turning. turning. Tell your neighbors he's trembling. trembling. See, the devils fear and tremble, the Bible says, because they know God. They know when he bursts on the scene, they have to flee. They know when Jesus entered into a a place, because when he crossed over uh, one time when it felt like the boat was filling in with water and he gets up and calms the seas and he's entering into the place of the Gadareans and all of a sudden a man comes to him that was, Bible says he was naked, stark naked and he was possessed with 2,000 demons and those 2,000 demons feared the, the Lord himself. Can I tell you, when you've got God on your side, the enemy's gotta fear Sickness has got to take a backseat. Those things that's been around you, it's got to take a backseat because God's putting you in the forefront of this situation. Amen. But the only reason why heaven stops moving for you and God stops moving for you is because you stop. You get relaxed. I've won this battle, I'm okay. I've seen God heal people time and time again. Then all of a sudden they come to church They just sit on their seats. I made it through, that's it. God didn't heal you, just sit on your seat. God didn't give you the victory, just sit on your seat. He's got something better for you in the future. This is an area that he is planning for you. He's giving you a stepping stone to move forward. What you're going through, thank God you're going through. You ain't stopped yet. Now's not the time to stop. You need to look and say, wait a minute, they're howling, and he's doing this, and he looks pretty big. But you know what? I'm going to speak about my God. Because notice what David says. I don't come with sword and spear, but I come in the name of the Lord God of heaven. We need to start saying, I don't come with the natural things. I don't come with my intelligence. I don't come with what I've got, but I come in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. And when you speak his name, everything's got to line up. He is the Lord of lords and the King of kings. Let me shout that again. And the enemy don't want to hear it, but he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings. Praise God. He's got everything under control. I don't care what it looks like. He is still in control, church. We've entered into this spiritual burst that God's going to burst on your scene. God's coming in at the time and you don't think. It may feel like all hell is broken loose on your kids, your finances, your jobs, your relationships, your health. But I'm here to tell you, God's getting ready to burst on your scene. You say, Pastor, are you prophetically speaking? Yes, I am. Because I know my God and what he wants to do. I know my God, what he wants to deliver and how he wants to deliver and how he wants to bring good things. Heaven keeps speaking of goodness of God. But it's not just when I get old and young beyond the clouds when i die god wants to give you abundant life now Congrats. not wait till later on he wants to give a spiritual burst david declared it and he called that place <laughs> the place of spiritual burst burst god wants to burst on your scene stand your feet if you would please all of the building When we started this Stand in the Gap services on Sunday night, and God led me to start praying, one was start praying for the president and the election that was coming up, because it hadn't happened yet. And whatever, God, we still need to continue to pray. Let me hear an amen on that one. We still need to continue to seek the Lord. There's something I've seen in uh, an article that they put out that the witches in America have gotten together and they've gotten on their websites and they've gotten on their uh, ways and says, we need to start casting spells upon Trump and his cabinet. But how many knows that the enemy can do his best, but it's not good enough? Because when a church starts coming together and we start praying for our leaders, and I truly believe he's got a spirit of Nehemiah that's around him. Yes. Build the wall, yes. build the wall. Amen. We need to say, God, build the wall. Amen. We need God to come in and on the scene. We need God to do what is, and I truly believe you can say what you want to, that God may have put Trump in right now for this season. And we have a season for the church to rise up because he's coming back. Jesus Christ is coming back, but he's not coming back after a church that has been defeated, but one that is a victorious church, one that is going to rise up in a mighty way. And we're going to go across the lands and declare what Jesus has done and what he's going to do. What do you think we're using the website? What do you think we're using Facebook and other things that's getting ready to open up for us? God is doing some mighty things and God's going to burst on our scene. When the door seems to be shut, God says, not for long, not for long. Thank God, thank God. It's getting ready to open up for us. Not this past week, the week before, I hit an area and I hadn't hit that Type of area for a long time. It was a spiritual battle. And I started going to the Lord, seeking the Lord, asking Him. Then finally, I felt the lift, the release on Thursday. Well, not knowing what was going to take place this last week. There's three events that happened in our community. I'm telling you, God prepares you to start praying. There was a man over by the hospital. He was intoxicated, been on prescription drugs. And he got angry with his huh, alarm system. It wouldn't shut off or he couldn't get it shut off. He went and got his gun and started shooting it. He shot his, well, the neighbors called because he lived in the community. So the police arrives, even state troopers got there because they heard gunshots, so they was arrived. And so the one police officer was going by the window and the guy shot at the police officer. Didn't, didn't hurt him, didn't wound him. They finally got him calmed down enough they got him out of the place because he was just intoxicated on those prescription drugs. Everything turned out okay. But I believe if we hadn't stepped in the realm and let God use us, that could have been a, a death of a police officer or the death of that individual. Well, that's not the end of the story. The enemy is upset and he's doing his best to destroy who he can destroy. There was a son, that went in on his mother in Syracuse. And because the mother may have said or may not have said something, he stepped in and he was upset because she said something to his girlfriend, he thought. And he was so upset that he was choking her. Well, he took one of those forks from like a grill that you use outside and started stabbing her. She finally got away and called the cops and they got him. It could have ended up a tragedy. But let me tell you how much the enemy is upset. There was a drug deal that went down in Warsaw and this drug deal went down and the drug dealer come from out of town and he come here. Well, the two guys that was going to make the drug deal decided to rob him. Well, the guy ran. They went after him. They ran him over with their car, not just once, several times. The enemy is upset, church. You don't think there's not a cause? You don't think the enemy is not raising his ugly head and trying to destroy our young people? We are standing in the gap for those... We're standing in a gap and speaking what God says to speak over our community in the atmosphere. Pray in the atmosphere. God, you know the enemy is trying to do his best to stop what's going on. But I believe God is about to come up on the scene. Spiritual burst is about to come forth. God is going to burst on the scene and deliver and do what he said he would do. And he's going to use the church, you and I. It's not time to get relaxed, not time to sit back on everything. since says, well, the battle's over. No. We've got something better to take. We got something area we need to take, and we need to let the enemy know that we're not done yet. Amen. Praise God! I've got family that needs to be saved. I've got coworkers that need to be saved. The enemy is doing his best. I pray for my leaders. The other day, I had an opportunity. God said, "I want you to go talk to your VP." Okay, but usually he's, he's in and out so much it's hard to get a hold of. All of a sudden, I was in the parking lot. This is like God. He pulled in. He went ahead, went to lunch. I pulled in right behind him, blocked him in. <laughs> so he gets out, and I roll my window down. And he goes, Yeah, Rick. And he goes, You got me blocked in, huh? And I says, Yes, I do. <laughs> I said, This is the only way I can tell. I says, I just got one word. I says, I understand in management, and I've been there. I understand there's some difficult situ- situations that it comes on, and right now, we're faced with some. But so, I says, I want to let you know, God wanted me to stop you, and I want to let you know, just two words, or a th- few words, I'm praying for you. He didn't know what to say. Yeah. He goes, yeah. you what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm praying for you. Yeah. He tried the same su- subject, and as he walked away, he says, I'm going to continue praying for you. Sometimes we forget that God puts those people in our paths. They may seem like hellions on earth. They may be doing things that you, it's unseemly, but I'm telling you, God's allowed you to be in their presence. David was in the presence of an evil person. It was a devil, pretty much. He was a giant. God took him out, a spiritual burst. And God's giving you a, a spiritual burst coming to your life Just get ready. When he starts blowing the doors open, get ready to go in. Don't wait and say, God, I didn't know you'd do that. It could be with your kids. It could be relationships. It could be on your job. It could be in the stores. It could be anywhere you go. There's some that still not believing God. There's some that comes here. They're still saying, well, I don't know if God can, but I'm telling you, God's going to do some miracles and they're going to see, says God is God. So look what happened with Israel. When David took out Goliath, They chase after the enemy. Now they got a little bit of uh, momentum going. Now the one that was just nothing but a rut or or youth, they looked at him. And maybe they think that of you. But I'm telling you, God wants to use you in a mighty way. Now tell your neighbors to get ready. 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 (laughs) Praise God. Can you close your eyes over the building? I want to pray for you. All gracious, heavenly father, we thank you for this time that you've given us. For this timely word, a spiritual burst. And I truly believe many are going to experience that you're going to burst on the scene. God, you're going to come on their scene and burst in a mighty way. You're going to bring deliverance. You're going to bring help. You're going to open doors when it seems like no one else can open them. You can try and try and try. And God, I know, I know there's those that have tried to do their best. But God, I truly believe it takes you and the move from you. And God, we thank you, Father, as you're getting ready to do what you said you would do, Christ. This spiritual burst, God, that you're coming into the lives and hearts right now. God, we want to take that spiritual momentum you've given to us, God, and just ride it all into the victory until we make heaven our home. And God, we thank you, Father, as you, we've got a season of victory coming our way that we just entered into it right now. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Sunday night,